Welcome to The Pragmatic Pagan. Here we explore an inclusive pagan path via science-based witchcraft, no deities included. With a focus on nature and energy, this spiritual practice is centered on lunar tides and seasonal cycles. Check the link tree in the bio for lots of great resources. Merry meet all. This podcast is recorded on the homeland of the Duwamish people, and more broadly, the Coast Salish people, as well as many other indigenous tribes that make their home here in the Pacific Northwest of America, past, present, and future. As a spiritual being and steward of this land that I call home, I feel honored with the responsibility of caring for this piece of our planet. Please take a moment to join me in honoring the original stewards of the land on which you are residing and a moment of gratitude for the earth itself and the bounty it provides. Please join me in words that work for you. To the ancestors that hold this ground and for those spirits yet to come, May you fill me with guidance as I learn my place as a steward of this land and its creatures. In the gift of this role, I hold gratitude for all that surrounds me, for the water which cleanses me, for the earth's fruit which nourishes me, for the air that breathes life, for the fire that warms as it burns and for the divine cosmos within. I am a child of the universe, at one with the trees and the stars. May the tides of the moon fill me with silver and the sunbeams tint me in gold. From light to dark, from birth to death, spring to winter, new moon to full, and back again. It is a beautiful world, one worth protecting. This I will, as within, so without, as above, so below, as I am, so mote it be. The Pragmatic Pagan participates in Real Rent Duwamish as a way to compensate for the land that was stolen through violence and broken land treaties. I encourage you to look into and participate in Real Rent programs that support Indigenous communities in your area. I also encourage you to take an active stance in environmental issues, both at home and worldwide. Our planet needs its stewards, now more than ever. It can be as simple as picking up trash in your neighborhood, using less water, and buying local goods. Check out the link tree in the bio for more great ways to connect with our planet and give back. It seems appropriate that as we fade from the balancing energy of the equinox, our Libra new moon asks that we take a moment to evaluate balance in our lives. Everything from the items that fill our lives, to the food we put on the table, to the way we spend our time, and the people we spend it with. Libra, the only machine of the zodiac, asks us to call into question balance. No surprise that the Libra is represented in the major arcana of tarot by the scales of justice. 
because this new moon also asks us to evaluate our ability to compromise, to create diplomacy. The element of air amplifies this as a time of sociability and communication, of relationships, creation, change, and, of course, balance. This new moon asks that first we listen to ourselves, deeply and truly. Evaluate where we are throwing the tides in one direction or another. Where are we overpowering or not showing our full strength? Where are words too harsh or when do the words get lost along the way? Narrow in on these instances. How can you encourage balance in yourself? Look at your communication, your workflow, your interpersonal relationships, your self-care, your health, your finances, your creativity, your smile, your ambition. Are all of these systems in balance? Ask these questions and then sit quietly, allowing yourself to answer. Beginning this lunar cycle with the new moon in Libra, we will be balancing our relationships with others, with our internal relationship with ourselves as we move into a full moon in Aries. This is a time of true compromise where you can focus on your needs while keeping others in mind. Remember, just because one side is out of balance doesn't mean you swing hard in the opposite direction. That won't bring balance. Instead, it's the small compromises that tip the scales into equilibrium. All witches define what lunar cycle they feel most potent or powerful in, and usually associate their spell work with that cycle. Because I feel most in tune with the universe on full moons, I use those times for spellcasting. That means new moons are a time of internal work and divination for my pragmatic practice. A time of looking inward, asking myself where I need to focus during the coming lunar cycle. As I am looking inward, I can define my intent for the waxing moon. Where do I need to bring more into my life? More time with friends and loved ones? More time laughing? More time creating? I also want to define where my intent will lie in the waxing moon, as I look to banish that which does not serve me. Elements of attraction and banishment will be tied into my full moon spell, but daily intention will change as the moon shifts from growing and full to waning. Where do I need less in my life? Less sugar? less spending, less yelling, less criticizing, less frustration, less stress. For this new moon ritual, consider a pre-ritual cleansing with a shower or bath to wash away the energy of the day, to restore order and balance to your skin and senses, a physical reset. Then find a place to be comfortable where you can be alone with your thoughts even if just for 30 minutes. You'll also need something to write with. Once you are here in this quiet space, start to question yourself. Using your writing utensil, create two columns on a piece of paper, a balancing of scales. Start where you feel most full. What feels like it is tipping the scales, overflowing, burning you out? Where do you see excess stealing your time, your health, your relationships? Spend time here. Get dirty. 
Be shameless. Be brutally honest. Now, list what you need more of in your life. The full list, no matter how long. Spend time here as well. Even if it starts superficial, you want it to end deep. If you are truly listening to yourself, you begin to uncover a level of truth that most of us are not always comfortable with. Listing what we do in excess is often easier to list than what we need, what we are missing, what we are afraid to ask for. It reveals a deeper level of vulnerability. Sit with your emotions. Libra, as the machine of the zodiac, surprisingly is compassionate and understanding in a quest to bring balance. In the darkness of the new moon, no one can see your insecurities, and for that there is no shame in darkness. Be exposed, be bare. Let the cool air of the season caress the skin, then a warm wash to ease the chill. Find balance. Now, you have a list, a list of potential intents, potential avenues to compromise. Do any of these surpluses and shortages balance out? By getting rid of one thing, do you make room for another? Examine and decide where you want your lunar intent to reside for this month. What element will you focus on gaining as the moon waxes? And what intent will you seek to release as it wanes? Meditate on your options. If you practice a divination method, consider doing a reading. Where does the universe direct you? If you don't practice the divination method yet, but want to reach out for input from the universe, no problem. Write each of the intents on separate small pieces of paper, then toss them into a bowl. Spend a few moments meditating on your options and their desired results. What would it bring into your life or how its absence would bring benefit? What does it feel like to have those goals in your life? Now. Dig deep into these feelings and then select a few pieces of paper from the bowl. The universe has spoken. Pragmatic pause. Last new moon we talked about how our world is made of particles and atoms, that it makes some level of sense that we would be able to have an effect on our neighboring particles and atoms. Now consider how people interact or how energy changes around certain people. Think through times where being in the presence of someone lowered your energy or immediately increased it, especially if this person was a stranger. Ever get that icky feeling when you meet someone? Alternatively, some of us may have even experienced love at first sight. Our atoms are reacting to each other, negotiating and trying to find balance. If you continue the thought that we are able to essentially train atoms and particles to behave in certain ways, then we can physically control our ability to communicate via particles. We already know that pheromones and other factors play large roles in our social interactions. This just takes it one step further and allows you to tune in. For those that are especially aware of others' energy, they may identify as empaths. These are people who are consistently sending and receiving energy signals to maintain an energetic balance or stasis with those around them. It can be exhausting in unexplainable ways and difficult for me as a pragmatic pagan to fully justify with my scientific brain. It's just another one of those items where you have to shift that thing called belief into gear, at least for now. There is a lot of interesting science that is pending on this topic.
Have a topic you want to learn more about or a request for a spell? Please let me know. Your suggestion may be featured in an upcoming podcast. You can find me on Instagram at The Pragmatic Pagan, on Twitter at Pagan Pragmatic, or on Facebook at A Pragmatic Pagan. If you follow me on Anchor Podcasts, you can even send me an audio question that may be played. Check it out. Would love to hear from you. <laughs>